Welcome to In Between the Pages of Life podcast, a podcast dedicated to telling the stories that are sometimes heard, but yet unseen. Take a seat and listen with your hosts, Nadir Rose and K. Noel. everybody welcome back to in between the pages of life podcast this is nadia the rose and today i am joined with two special guests i have miss kiara and waikita riley so kiara why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself give us a brief introduction my pleasure well my name is kiara i'm 24 years old a recent graduate from columbus state university with a communications degree i'm pursuing a music career i like to sing write and play some instruments um, and i'm just excited to be on here and talking about some girly topics <laughs> all right and what about you miss Waquita? yes my name is Waquita riley i am 36 years old i reside here in the beautiful city of Phoenix City, Alabama. I am a wife of 10 years to my husband. I am a youth mentor. I enjoy just, you know, hanging out, being with family, being with friends, just down to earth and a lover of God. Awesome, awesome. All right, you guys. So if you did not know, today is the day. It is ladies' night. So we put it out there. Some guys, some girls responded. And y'all are like, I didn't think I was going to get any feedback because y'all were not commenting on my Facebook post or my Instagram. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. No, nobody got no questions. And then I logged into my email and I was like, oh, that's where everybody at. Everybody trying to be anonymous. And y'all show anonymous black knight at I'm not gonna say his or her at but I'm just like who are these people but nonetheless y'all sending y'all topics and questions so we are gonna get started I'm just gonna be honest with you guys we are not gonna be able to respond to or answer every question so what I've done is put the questions and topics in a bowl I've shaken it up Kiara and Waikita will be holding me accountable so that I'm just not picking out my favorites I'm just randomly answering the questions also you guys if I did not reply well not if I did not reply to any emails but I did take down the question so just because I didn't reply to your email doesn't mean that your question or topic may or may not get discussed I just didn't reply all right you ladies are we ready to get started all right so our first first question or topic of ladies night is huh name something embarrassing that has happened to you who's gonna start us off it's crazy like ugh. okay well I can start if it's just a random like embarrassing moment um okay so we were at a gathering and I was really excited I was like jumping up and down and everything like that and so it was at a time where we we wore like slips under our dresses and skirts and apparently the elastic in my slip broke and as I was jumping up and down I had no idea my slit was around my ankles so instead of me just stepping out of the slip I actually ran down the aisle with the slip like holding it around my ankles to the bathroom 
most embarrassing thing because I'm like, why didn't I just step out of the cliff? Like, why did I, why did I actually grab the slip around my ankles and run to the bathroom? Like, I was so embarrassed because I felt so stupid, <laughs> you know, but that was crazy, yes. That's my embarrassing moment. No. That was good. That was good. All right, you've given me the confidence to do mine. Okay. (laughs) Mine was the first day of 10th grade year. So uh, where I grew up, we had a ninth grade academy that was a separate building by itself about a block away from the high school. So once you started 10th grade, that was the first time that you were with the upperclassmen. And I was on the yearbook staff. So I had been doing the senior pictures over the summer. And I'm just gonna go ahead and say his name. So I I met this guy named Tobias Slater. And you know, not like a, I like you thing like I just met him when we were doing his senior pictures and he was really really nice to me and you know we were just talking about the main campus and he was telling me the best routes and stuff whatever anywho so he just happened to have my lunch period so I'm hanging out with the other 10th graders and I go to the snack machine and he calls me over to where he was and then I guess I was walking too slow so he started coming to me like super fast or whatever and (laughs) he wrapped his jacket around me and I was just like okay like I don't know you like that but okay cool 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 y'all so I thought this man was like I guess hitting on me or whatever because he was a senior and he was cool yo he whispered in my eye in my ear that I had bled through my pants and that's why he wrapped (laughs) oh wow Day. Like, so he let me keep that hoodie forever. And he showed me where the office was because I didn't know. And then I was on the chilling team. So my coach came and she just like grabbed me a pair of jeans out of our um, lost and found bin. But that was the most to date, the most embarrassing thing that has ever wow. happened. But shout out to him because he never, ever brought it up again after that day. Yeah, he was super sweet. He oh. really was, yeah. <laughs> All right, Kiara. I can't even pin down one good embarrassing thing because it happens very often that I'll tell a joke and it goes over everyone's head and that's just, that's always embarrassing for me. And that's when I got. <laughs> All right, I'll give you that one. I don't really like that either. I don't like it. All right, let's see what our next topic. Kiara, you gonna start us off this time. Okay. Aw, your best way to get over a breakup. Ooh, that's a good one. Best way to get over a breakup? Well, I like to, you know, think, I like to reflect on what happened while we broke up. And then it kind of depends on like how much I cared about the relationship. If I cared a lot about the relationship, I'm gonna go ahead and, you know, think about what I could have did better, what he could have done better. We're gonna talk about it and we're gonna get it together so that we don't, you know, walk away just hating each other, because that's worse. Other than that, I'm just gonna move on with my life and get my body right, get my mind right, and listen. <laughs> listen, okay, veto. <laughs> okay. All right, you can go ahead, Miss Waikita. Um, the best way I dealt with a breakup, basically, I really do feel like, you know, I am the type of person that I have to have closure. Like, if I don't have closure, it bothers me. Like, it bothers me. Like, I don't care if it was, like, 
you know, the worst breakup in the world. If we can have closure, I can get over it. But I am aware that sometimes some people will not allow you to have closure because they just mean like that, (laughs) you know, but I take the measures of deleting your number out of my phone, deleting all of the messages, all of the voicemails, getting rid of every memory that reminds me of you. Because you know why? Because I don't want to hold on. If I'm going to move on, I'm going to move on. Totally. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to save the, the, the favorite sweater that I like of you. No, because no, because it's a breakup. So everything is going to be separated. So I just, and then I move on. Hmm. All right, that's pretty much, that's my, um, that's my thing too, unless we, uh, well, that's my thing too. I only had, before my husband, I only had like two real boyfriends anyway. So (laughs) not like I have a lot of experience, but I'm quick, I love the block. Like, so you delete it, you and your mama. I want everybody off my Facebook page. Your mama too. Yeah, your mama, your brother, your guy's sister who still like me. No, they everybody blocked. Blocked and blocked and done. The whole family, we broke up. But I don't know. Um, it's just what I did. But some good advice, the best way to get over a breakup, I really just move on. Like, don't keep don't keep coming back to it. If you're going to break up, y'all going to be over, be over. Like, don't break up and then he still want to take you to lunch or, you know, you can't feel like that. Like, you know, just... Because you see those kind of, you know, those people, they break up and then they still hang out or she still goes to his family functions. And then you wonder why you're still in love with that person because you're still with that person like all the time. Like just make a clean break. That's my advice. I don't know if it worked, but yeah, that's good advice. Somebody do it and then let me know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not breaking that up. Yeah, me neither. I'm done. I'm. I've done all the breakup. I'm gonna do. Okay. Well, I guess. I guess this one to be just for me. Do you regret having kids? No, I don't. If I'm just being honest with y'all, neither one of them was planned. But you know, they here and they make my life better. It's hard. I regret how hard it is. I regret the situation I was in when I had my children, but I don't regret them. Next question. Ooh, I hate being single. How do you deal with it? Hmm. Kiara, go on to start us out. Let me stop because I don't even know if something. All right, good. No, I wanted to start this one. All right. What was it? How do you get over being single? Is I hate being single. How do you deal with it? How do you deal with being single? Well, you deal with it by, like I said before, working on yourself. Because if you're not gonna be happy with yourself, you're not gonna ever be satisfied in a relationship. So you have to be like together within yourself. Like I said, get your body right, get your mind together, figure out what it is that you like and dislike so that when that right person comes along, you can be able to communicate with them, tell them what it is you like, what it is you don't like, how, and y'all can grow together like that. So just get get yourself together, be comfortable with yourself, begin to like yourself if you don't already. And then that's how you can deal with being single and be okay with being single until your man comes or woman comes. Okay, now I'm not single, but I'm gonna speak on it. And I also want Waikita to speak on it when I get done. Y'all like, for real, for real, that's not one of the problems I ever had, but it's because like, I really, 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 really like myself. 
I like me. I think she is hilarious. Like, me and myself can yeah. sit down and watch a movie, watch TV. We can go out to eat by ourselves. Like, that's what, and as a matter of fact, that's what I was doing when I met my husband, is just enjoying being me. And let me tell y'all something. You know, I know they glorify marriage, and it is a beautiful thing. But enjoy your singleness because in your marriage, especially if you start having kids, there is not a lot of singleness left. Like there is not a lot of time for you to do what you want to do by yourself. So like Kiara said, just like loving yourself, getting your body right, like focus on that stuff for real, for real, because once you get into a marriage, it's a priority, but it may not become the highest priority. My thing, I would just say, you know, live your life, you know, like, live your life because you know I know single people look at marriage as the be all end all Yeah. you know if you don't like Kiara said like you know if you don't like love yourself or get yourself together then you can move into a relationship and it be a disaster because mm-hmm. you didn't have your mind yourself right and some people just want to be with someone even if they're not whole. But one thing about being in a relationship, it's like you must be whole in order to complete each other. You know, so when I was single, I'm like, it was, I literally enjoyed it. Like, you know, I was like, I chose to date. I, I didn't have a problem with it at the time. Only when Valentine's came, only when Christmas yeah. came, you know, you kind of feel some type of way. I'm just gonna be real. The other times, I enjoyed it. And um, I do believe that you can be single and still date. And when I say date, that means that you are not making a commitment to anyone, but you're still dating to see your choices. Because when I, before I married my husband, I dated several guys. I was giving myself options, but I didn't commit to anyone and I was honest. So I wanna say live your life, you know, be the best version of you. And, you know, and it will come. Okay, and I'm out. Y'all are going to be mad at me because I already, we already ain't getting to all the questions. But just because of what she said, I think it would be nice to spend a minute or two on it. Dating, single, talking. So when you say you dated most, is that at the same time? Like, you know, what, how, Kiara, you can know, you know, because you still, you know, you on that scene now. It's been a while since I dated. How y'all doing that now? See, I don't even know. It's so many aspects to it. And that question comes up a lot. What is the difference between dating and talking? And how many people is it okay to date at once? And when you make it official, like, what does that look like? There's so much attached to it. Me, personally, I, I just can't date multiple people at one time. That's too much to to handle. I mean, I guess if you go into it with, okay, hey, I'm gonna just, I'm just gonna let you know now, you're not the only person that I'm talking to. If you go into it like that, with an open communication that way, I guess that's okay. And to each his own, like, this is just me. But I I can't, I can't do multiple people at once, no matter what we're doing, I can't. (laughs) And see, it's funny you say that because, and we were just talking about it, me and my husband on our anniversary, because I met my husband on a Friday. It was one of my friend's birthday. You remember Trisha? And we were just turned up all weekend. So I met my husband on a Friday and I met this other guy on a Saturday. And we all exchanged numbers and 
you know how the weekend go, the weekend, the weekend, Monday roll around and they both text me. And so I have to, I'm like you, I can't do both. So I have to weigh out my options and stuff. So I ended up just telling the other guy the truth. I was like, hey, I met this guy Friday. He lives here. You live in Atlanta. I'm going to just see what he talking about. If it don't, you know, work out, we'll circle back around to it. You know, it just be, look, look, it's the honesty for me, okay? Yeah. But, you know, side story, something that's so crazy, that's what me and my husband are talking about. He had met another girl on Friday, and me and him met each other on Saturday. I ended up marrying the dude I met Friday, and he ended up marrying the woman he met Friday as well. And so we both have a girl and a boy, and they're both a few months apart. Like, my daughter is, I think, two months older than his daughter, and his son is like three months older than my son. So we, you know, still kept in touch through social media and stuff, so I thought that was really, really cool. But yeah, so I just, you know, I gotta be upfront with it now. I know you, you know, you said you dated several. Tell me how that rolled, how you deal with that. Well, this was my thing because guys do it all the time, ladies. Mm -hmm. It's ladies night. They do it all the time. You know, they are not always committed to one individual, right? Right. And so women, we find ourselves hurt because we want a commitment because we are erasing everybody else out of our life and out of our phone as soon as we start talking to a guy that we find attractive or we like. And when we find out that we're not the only one in this this guy's life, then we all broke and we, we busted and disgusted, right? Mm-hmm. So I had the mentality of, okay, look, if they can do it, I can do it. So I wanted to keep my options open, but this is the key. You know, you have to be upfront and say, look, I am just, we're just talking, we're not dating, we're not together. There's no commitment, right? You have to be upfront with that. And we're talking. That means that we're not sleeping around, okay? You're not going to have multiple guy friends and, and you sleeping with all of these guys, right? No, we're not doing that because that's like another, that's another situation. So we're not doing that. So, you know, and I learned that I kept I kept the power as long as I kept myself together. Like I uh-huh. I didn't get I didn't script for nobody, okay? I don't even know if that's appropriate right here on the on the pod. But you know, I didn't have sex with multiple guys. I did not do that. I talked to you, you can take me to dinner, you can buy me gifts, but, but honestly, I wouldn't take gifts either. I'ma be honest. I wouldn't take the gifts. Because I felt like that was a way of you trying to kinda own me. And say, oh no, you can't go with this guy. This bought you this diamond bracelet or this watch, you know. So, like, it's about perspective. It's about honesty. And I even tell my young cousins, like, don't put all, don't just give your all to this one person. And I'm not saying my advice is right, but I'm just saying, before I met my husband, like I said, I had two other guy friends, and this is a side story. One of the guys we met all in Walmart together, all of us, like. It was like the weirdest thing ever. So he walks up to us and I introduce my now husband to him. I'm like, hey, John, this is Jody. You know, um, his name wasn't John. I just don't want to say his name. And I walked away because I really didn't feel like I owed anyone an explanation. (laughs) After we left, Jody was like, oh, your cousin is real nice. (laughs) I was like, oh, that's not my cousin. And so we... And you know, so that's how I did. So I'm not saying my right. And I know some women they can't they can't handle all of that. Like Kara said, I can't do it. I can't open my heart up. But 
it's a good feeling if you know how to do it and, and if you don't just give your all to one individual because that's how you end up being hurt. But when Jody got serious with me and he was like, I want you and these, this is what I'm willing to do, he had proved himself. So when he did, I deleted all the other guys out of my phone and I focused on him and he ended up being my husband. So mm, Now, and I do want to say this too, the reason why I don't balance them or have more than one is, and it's just how I operate. Like, it's funny because my mom, she says I'm an efficient dater. Like, I, I'm efficient with it. And I am because I know what I'm looking for. Well, dumb girl, 19 years old. I thought I knew what I was looking for. But... I didn't date around because I needed to be focused and made sure you met these criteria before I even gave you the time of date. And I remember me and my husband's first first date out, like a real, you pick me up, take me to a restaurant date. We had been dating for about two, three weeks. And we went to Olive Garden and I was just like, this is what I want. I want four kids. I want to be married by the age of 24. Um, I'm going to be a nurse. I want to have an option to be a stay-at-home mom. Like, just, this is what I want. Can you make that work for your life? Like, is that what you're looking for? Because if not, then we can, you know, go Dutch on the deal. And, you know, I can move on to the next you know, prospect or whatever. And that's why I don't balance because I need to focus on this one person and what, if they just have the qualities that I want or not, we got to move on. But giving your all to someone is just like, and I knew this before marriage and I wish people know this, it's so much more that goes into a marriage than love. Like you have to make sure that this man or woman is ready for all aspects of life because love is love, but sometimes you don't even like them. So you just need other stuff to get you. Yeah, yeah, y'all get it. We're gonna move on though. Yeah. All right, what we got next? Now this one, I didn't really understand the question, but I wasn't gonna ask for clarification. What is your home life like? Waikita will let you take that off, take that. And I don't know, just, I don't know. I mean, like, that's so broad, you know, but we would respect the question. My home life is beautiful. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's amazing. It's a peaceful environment. Uh-huh. It's an environment of love. It's an environment of, of laughter. Um, it's no chaos in this home, okay? We're on one accord. <laughs> it's, it's, it's good, you know. That's all I have for that. <laughs> all right. Yeah. My home is a little chaotic, not just like any drama or anything, but you know, we got a baby pulling us in this direction. I'm in nursing school, 90 is three, and she just, y'all know how she get down. So my house is a little tad bit chaotic, but I'm happy, we're blessed, I'm well taken care of by God, and just blessed to be here, have a happy home. I have a roof over my head. We're employed during a pandemic. Everybody is blessed enough to be able to um, be at home. And I don't know, my home life is good. I like it. I'm here. Kiara? Yeah, my home life, I love it. Having my own place, it, there's nothing like it. And it, like, it, there's so much peace. I can sit with myself and sit with my thoughts. I can do what I want to do, watch what I want to watch, be as loud as I want to be. And it's just, it's wonderful. And now it's my, my place of work due to the, you know, the pandemic sent to work home. So now it's it's the best of both worlds, if you will. <laughs> 
Now you just don't never have to leave your house. Don't ever. Wow, we're gonna have to pull her out of there. Girl, all right, Wakita, how about you? Are you working from home at this moment? Well, well, when the pandemic first started, I was doing just going in the office one day a week. And that was mm-hmm. basically just, you know, but now we moved to three, two, where we work three days, one week, and then two days the next week. So I like the balance, you know, of, you know, still having interaction with people. Because in the beginning, I was like, okay, this is for the first. Just, I don't know, because certain people are like outgoing people. Like, I am one of those people. I like people, right? I like socializing. Like, I could go into TJ Maxx and walk out with a friend, like, exchange members. You know, so, you know, so that was hard for me. But so just going in the office a little bit more is kind of good. You know, but of course we would be in safe, having the safety measures and stuff like that. Okay. Awesome. And I'm going to just be honest with y'all. I was just telling my mother-in-law, like, this is the best Thanksgiving. I'm just so happy about Thanksgiving. This is the best Thanksgiving I done had in a while. So we just... Because I cook, but I don't cook. Like, I don't cook soul food. Like, you know, I don't, I burn some macaroni and cheese up. Like, I don't cook like that. So we just ordered our Thanksgiving dinner, and we're staying oh. home. And I love Thanksgiving. It's my favorite holiday. And I love being with my family and with Najee's family when we go up there. But y'all, like... I'm just so not even stressed. Like, I'm not worrying about gas in the car, packing snacks. We ain't going nowhere. I ain't got to worry about Gundy touching nobody's stuff when we at their house. Like, y'all, this is going to be like, this This is this is the best Thanksgiving I done had in a long time. And I know that's just my <laughs> personal opinion. I know there are people who really, really, really want to be with their families. And I do too, but, you know, Thanksgiving will come around again, and I'm just really enjoying not going anywhere, honestly. Yeah. So what are y'all Thanksgiving plans? I'm going to see my mom, which is something that I've been I've been doing throughout the pandemic. You know, staying safe at the same time, but definitely going to see her. Her birthday is Friday, so I'm, I'm definitely going to uh, spend some time up there. Mm-hmm. For me, it was a very tough decision because I watch CNN every day, all day. <laughs> so I watch CNN every day, all day. You know, they talk about the pandemic nonstop. But my grandmother requested to basically just told me I want to plan something and I need you to organize it and make it mm-hmm. safe. Like, basically, that's just what she said. Mm-hmm. And so, like, at first, I had already ordered my food like like you know i've already planned to stay here and so when she made the request i was like can we do this and do it safely so we are gonna go home i'm only going for two days i'm not staying a long period of time and we're gonna have an outdoor thanksgiving like literally we call it a mass thanksgiving to where we're gonna have tables set up outside it's gonna be like decorated and everyone has to we're gonna have a washing station when everyone get here on a social distance, all the tables by families, like household families, wow. and everyone must wear their mask until time to eat or drink. And so we totally do it outside. That's the only way that you can really safely do it with a family as large as ours. So keep us in prayer. I know God is gonna cover us. So yeah. Go Most definitely. We'll definitely um, be praying for you. Also, I was on Instagram today and I saw a mask that had a button right here. And so up under the button, it's a hole, like for you to keep your mask on, but sip stuff through a straw. Hmm. I don't know if I think it's cute or defeat the purpose. I can't decide. <laughs> oh, 
no, like you gotta run still, you gotta do this. I, I, I just, I just, let me just. <laughs> and I'm not one. I I wear my mask. I'm not one to be complaining. But have y'all y'all my my chin is breaking out and my lips can't stay moisturized. Like I mean, you know, I rather have chapped lips than. But you know, yeah, it is the mask. They are doing something to the skin. Um, but I've started steaming my face. I try to do it every uh, every day or every other day. And I've noticed that me steaming my face, it it helps with the breakouts. Mm. You know, so. Now, do you have a face steamer? I actually have a, a steamer, but I don't use it. I actually use the steam on the stove. Like I, like I oh. make the little thing on the stove, you mm-hmm. know, and I do it like that. Like to me, it's working yeah. out, you know, and it works, yeah. That's what I do, but that's why I don't do it often. But um, I've been thinking about should I get one of those steamers because my chin area is just breaking out horribly. Yeah. All right, we're going to move on to the next. Ooh, I thought this was pretty interesting question, but it was also like, you don't know what my parents got going on. How you know if they even married? But anywho, <laughs> the question was, do you want a marriage like your parents? I'm not going to start this one off. I'll start this one. Do you want a marriage like your parents? No, I don't. <laughs> my parents were my parents divorced a, a while back. I was in middle school when they divorced, but I remember every day that that my dad, because my dad had a traveling job, um, businessman, and every time he would be home and he would be around my mom, it would be like no affection if they ever did hug or if I did see them kiss every one or two times that I did it would be like this is so awkward when they talked on the phone it's like oh I know you're talking to mama oh I know you're talking to daddy because you have just this tone in your voice that you don't want to be bothered by this person I don't want nothing like it (laughs) Mm -hmm. um do I want well my parents were never married to be honest but um Mm. I think they were together until I was five years old. Um, No, I don't want a marriage like my parents because they weren't married. But I will say that my parents are, um, they're pretty cool to be honest. Like when me and Nachi got married, my in-laws thought my parents were still together because of how cool they were when we got married and at the reception and stuff. So, I mean, they're cool even to this day, I think. Having grandchildren have brought them um, closer together. They, my parents never bickered though. Like, and if they did, it was never in front of us. So I never had like you not paying child support or you won't let me see my my children issues. I just, you know, my parents they're pretty cool. But no, I don't want a marriage like theirs. My parents were never married, but my dad, my mom has never been married. My dad has been married four times. Um, so it's a no for me. I mean, marriage is a beautiful thing. Sometimes, you know, in the black um, African-American homes, we don't really see like the picture perfect marriages and everything like that, you know? So it's just a no. I, I honestly, I didn't even know how it would look, you know, when I got married because I didn't see a lot of examples of marriage, you know, but um, it's just a no. <laughs> yeah. I definitely don't want to be divorced and married like my father. No, I know. It's a All right. Well, speaking of um, examples of marriage, when you guys were younger, 
did you all grow up having some form of um, an example of a marriage that you would want to replicate? Honestly, no. And I was actually going to just piggyback off of what Wakita said is in the in black homes you don't see much of that like we do we you know we had the Cosby show we had you know Fresh Prince we had the 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 TV family mm-hmm. but um, me personally I watched some of those things but I didn't even think to look at it like oh this is what I want and when I grow up like I was thinking more as a kid I was thinking more career like oh I want to do this I want to do that not so much I want a marriage like that or I want I want a relationship like that so I didn't I didn't really pick up on that kind of stuff but as far as like my family there was only one married couple me growing up was my aunt and my uncle my biological aunt and her husband and that was a to this day is a dysfunctional uh, marriage that I would I would not want to replicate um, later in my life my mom set my grandma up with one of her co-workers and they got married so they've been married for a while I don't get, I don't see much of their marriage enough to say oh I want that uh, so I never really had a, a, a live, like in-person marriage to look up to uh, and never paid attention to the TV relationship. So that's my two cents. Um, okay, uh, growing up, well, I guess not growing up, 14 or 15, I met my first boyfriend and he had, uh, his parents were married and my mom was a single mom and she, worked a lot and stuff and his mom was a stay-at-home mom so I was allowed to go over there because he was a well he wasn't the only child but his brother had moved out of the house and so it was like he was the only child his mom was always home and you know with him being the only child she always you know focused on us because we were in the house and there was no other you know distractions so I was able to see what I thought to be a pretty functional marriage when I would go over there and they were one of the one of the two couples that I was like okay I could do this until I die like you know I was over there like because we we dated for four years so over the years I was over there a lot and I saw I've seen them argue and I've seen them be happy and it was just one of those relationships that I was grateful to be able to watch growing up because they really gave us a lot of advice. And even to this day, I use some of their advice with our marriage. Um, my second relationship was my aunt and uncle. But for some reason, well, I know the reason. I didn't view their relationship when I was a child as a functional relationship just because of how other family members talked about them. But as an adult, I was like, y'all had like, they were legitimately the Cosby's, like they argue, but they were peaceful. They stayed to themselves. They were, a, they are a God-fearing couple, five children. They've been married longer than I've been alive. I mean, they were, and honestly, without them, me and Najee wouldn't even be married at this point. And they were just that instrumental in guiding us. Like they, yeah, I had good, I had good, marriages to look up to even though I didn't take advantage of it when I was younger but they're always um willing to help and lend advice now well like in, in uh, my family or you know my surroundings I didn't 
you know, but as I got into like God in the church and I started seeing within the church, you know, marriage and started understanding uh, what God says about it and seeing the examples in the house of God. And that was my standard of what I wanted. I wanted a man that loves God and I wanted someone that I can worship God with. So that was my standard, but outside of church, I didn't see it, you know. I saw couples together, but they were not married. Mm. And I was like, definitely that's not what I want. You know, I want to be married. You know, I don't want to just live with someone 10 years. And, you know, so um, it, my examples, great examples came from the church. Like I, one of my mentors was, uh, her name was Mother Nelson. Her and her husband probably getting ready to be married like 50 years or something, but it was just a great team. And that's what I want. And that's, and that, that was the encouragement and the picture that I wanted. Wow, that's beautiful. And yeah, I didn't, so growing up, I thought that marriage was living together and having kids together. So I was like 13 when I found out there was a difference between like marriage and shacking up. And I learned it from my grandma because she would be like, they shacking up, shacking up, shacking up. <laughs> yeah, grandma, I tell you that. And I'm like, grandma, they got a nice house. Why you call it a shack? So that's how I learned the difference between marriage and shacking up. (laughs) All right, so next question or topic. I can't stand my roommate. We were super close. Okay, I remember this email. All right, so basically she sent, she, he sent, she probably sent a super long email. So she, she has a roommate, stop care. She has a roommate, they've been roommates for a year and a half, and her roommate is dating this guy, and this guy keeps bringing people over. And the roommate is just letting the guy do whatever. She says she already talked to the girl, and the girl says that she paid rent, and he helped her pay the rent, so he can do whatever he wants. Any advice? My advice is going back to the names on this lease. Whose name is on the lease? Yours and, and your roommate? Yours, your roommate, and the boyfriend. Let me know. Because mm. that matters. We can go back to that. Because that's not okay. I, I need to be at peace in my own home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm a strong advocate against not staying with friends. I actually, um, I was blessed enough that a friend actually offered me to stay in her apartment with her and her family. Uh, She was married and had children. And I stayed there, I was supposed to stay there three months. I ended up staying like a month and a half. And you just see a different side of people when you live with them. And I was just like, Mm -hmm. girl, uh uh-uh, I gotta go. So I ended up just leaving early and I paid my second month rent, but I'm like, girl, I can't live with you. And we were never, ever, we're still cordial when we see each other on social media, but we were never, ever the same after that. It's just like... They broke that relationship? Girl, the kind of stuff, like, you think, like, that's my friend, she cool, and then the kind of stuff, like, dealing with her and her husband issues, and then... It's, you know, you, you, and I wouldn't recommend living with another family either. Like, that whole experience is the reason I would never let anyone move into my house, ever, ever. Maybe my mama, 
Maybe. Like, it was just how people get down behind closed doors. You just never know. To that question, I would want to encourage the young lady that she really needs to have another sit-down conversation with her roommate and just lay down some um, more rules and boundaries and just say, you know, look, like, you know, yeah, we're, we're roommates. I don't mind your boyfriend coming over, you know, but he can't bring the crew. Like, you know, that's crossing the line. Like, because my idea, and I never had a roommate, but my idea is if me and Kiara are roommates, I don't really need to know what's going on on her side of the house, and she don't really need to know what's going on on, on my side of the house. When it gets to a point to where I'm knowing everything that's going on on her side of the house and it's interrupting my, my space, right. then that's a problem because you should have roommates and it's like you are still home, you know, home alone. You know, I, I stopped, when I started dating my husband, he had a roommate. And when I tell you it was like the perfect situation, they literally had their own lives. You know, they didn't interrupt each other's space. It was like, I was like, this is amazing. Like, you know, they had time to where they would watch something together, but you know, it was like, I'm in my room, he's in his room, and sometimes we'll come together in the living room, and it, it was, it, you have to respect each other's space, and, and don't be disrespectful saying, um, he helping me pay the rent. Girl, look, we both signed this agreement, and if you can't pay the rent, you should not have signed the agreement. Now, we didn't say, girl, this is depending on if I find me a man to help me with the rent. No, we both agreed that we we're gonna go have on this rent. Like, it needs to be a conversation. You know, That's a good point. Yeah. And I don't know if this is because she didn't, she went into like a long list of things that he was doing, but she never explained why the roommate couldn't pay their rent. So I don't know if this is a COVID thing or what's <laughs> going on. But whoever that is, I hope you get out of that um, crazy living situation or you guys can resolve it because home is supposed to be, you know, peace. And so I always feel bad when people can't get peace in their own home. But I think this is the perfect time to take a quick commercial break. So we will be back, you guys. Goals. How many goals have you set up for yourself when you gave up because it was too hard? How many times did you feel you weren't good enough because the journey seems tedious? I too felt this way, but then things changed. I realized I had to change how I think. I had to change who I was. I had to be relentless. I am K Noel. I want to tell you about my book, Be Relentless. It teaches how to understand your roar, your design path, hitting your mark, and much more. Purchase your copy of Be Relentless today at www.relentlessmotivationalgroup.com. It's not just another book. It's a movie. So are you ready to be relentless? All right, you guys, we are back and we are finishing up. So we have a new topic, which I thought was pretty funny because I opened the email and it literally had four words. College Uh is a scam. So I'm assuming that it's a topic. (laughs) So let's talk about it. Who want to start us off? I know, I was like, okay, like, was that a question? But she put a period, or he put a period. I'm like, okay, well, we'll talk about it. I think they do it all with the fact 
of the money situation because you know you get in college and if your parents haven't saved up for you to go to college then a student loan is going to creep up like it's just almost impossible and a lot of times depending on what you go to college for you just will have a degree mm. unless you know and because you can have a job that doesn't even relate to your degree you know you're making money and you don't spend all that time in college and so now my advice to my younger cousins and those that are going through college is to do something that <laughs> that matter. Something that you would definitely get paid for because mm-hmm. I, I was like, look, nursing, social work, anything with computers. I, you know, I'm like being real because we, like growing up, we would just like want to have all these, you know, I want to go to school for this. I want to go to school for that. You know, and you get out of college and you're like, okay, I got this degree. I can't find no job. You know, but I mean, it's to say you have a degree, you know, because I have a degree. But I, but what I do, I honestly don't have to have a degree, you know. But it pays well, you know. But you know, so um, I, so I get what they're saying, and I would just say it's not a scam, <laughs> you know. We do need higher education, but you know, you just have to be very wise about what you go for. That's true. That's true. Um, I'm currently in nursing school, so I need a degree to do that. But I wish I would have went to a technical school and just knocked it out in two years instead of a four-year degree. Well, I'm at a technical school now, but I started out at a four-year college, and I wish I would have just started out at a technical school because I'd be done by now. But like Waikita said, I guess it just depends on you know, what you go for. But I will say, y'all, I worked at Burger King in high school. I mean, yeah, in high school and a little bit of college, it was so many people there with business degrees. Like, I'm just being real. So, you know, I don't know, business degree, you know, I don't, I probably not the move, you'll get Burger King. Oh, it's too <laughs> What? you just graduated and what was your degree My degree's in communications, not far from, from business. Yeah, but you're not a person. No, are you? Are, are you? Are you done with your? Okay, let's go. So I'm like on both sides of the fence when it comes to college is a scam because you know, like like y'all are saying, it definitely depends on what field you're in. Because me personally, like I said in the beginning, I'm a musician, and like I think about it all the time. That no, I didn't. I, I started as a music. I started with a music degree, uh, pursuing a music degree when I first got to college, and then end up changing to communication for reasons that I couldn't control. But I. I wouldn't have used my music degree anyway. And it was like, I think about it so much. As a musician, all all I really needed was lessons. Like even the theory part of music, like you can learn while you're playing or you can learn from your peers or you can just, you know, learn it from YouTube at this point. Now there are, like you say, you're you're a nurse, Z, so you you gotta you gotta have that actual textbook, that, that schooling. But me, like, I have my communication degree, and I take calls at a call center. I and I don't need it, and I pay, I get paid not the best, and I have a whole degree, bachelor's degree. So it's like it 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 
I mean, and then there's also the the fact that some people go into college, and if you don't, ha- if you're not on scholarship, if you have to pay out of pocket, like you're putting yourself in debt so that you can spend a whole lot of time paying back that money with a job that may or may not be better than the next guy. So it's like I I agree with college is a scam, but at the same time, it's what you make it. Awesome, awesome. All right. Okay, you guys, we are coming to the end of Ladies Night. And oh my goodness, it was just not long enough. So we do have a couple of questions left in this bag that we're just not going to be able to get to. And I know I said I was going to be fair and take them out of the bowl, but one question really did stick out to me when I was rewriting them over and I wanted to give everyone an opportunity to answer this question. So this will be our final question for ladies night and the question is JK, you'll find out after this commercial break. Hey, what's going on ladies and gentlemen? This is yours truly, the relentless motivator, K Noel. Hey, If you haven't heard yet, I need you to run over to the Pursuit of Passion podcast with K. Noel and join me for a new episode every Thursday. I'm looking forward to you joining in with me as we're encouraging you for your journey. Hey, listen, we're all in this together and we can do this because we're all in pursuit of our passion. Again, my name is K. Noel and I am the Relentless Motivator. So, like I said, I'm looking forward to you joining me on the podcast in pursuit of passion with K. Noel. And we're gonna have some, we're gonna have a good time. We're gonna have some laughs, we're gonna have some aha moments. So hey, jump on over after you finish listening to In Between the Pages of Life. All right. All right, drum roll, please. Oh yeah, go ahead, Kier. Don't give us a drum roll, musician. All right, the question is, to date, what is the best advice you have ever received? Mm. Mm. Let's take a minute to reflect. I wish I had my Jeopardy music. (laughs) The best advice ever received. That's a great question. Right? That's why I was like, we can't let the night, and I was hoping we would draw it out, but we didn't. But I was like, we can't let the night in without this, answering this question. I guess mine would have to be the same thing that I've really been saying all night, and it's get to know yourself, get to love yourself, because like literally everything good that has come out of my life has come from me loving myself, me being confident in you know my abilities, me being confident in who I am and um, being able to get what I want because I know what I want because I know who I am and whose I am. So uh, that that would be my, the best advice I ever received was love, learn to love myself and learn, learn to learn myself. Awesome, awesome. I'm going to go ahead and go next because I know Waikita and I know she is just going to end this with a bang. I know she is. So I'm going to go ahead so I don't be last. The best advice I ever got was actually something I read in a book and it was everything that 
you don't have, you don't have because of the fear that you've imagined. And it just went on to say, it's the fear is not real. And I know for me, that was huge because not that I'm fearful, but when I get nervous about taking a chance, it's just like, I don't want to take that chance because what might happen? And I started thinking of all these scenarios of how something could go wrong. And when I really think about it, it's all that I've imagined. Like, I've imagined this. I've put these negative thoughts in myself. Like, there is really nothing. Like, example, I was like, well, what if I don't get into nursing school? What if I don't get in? What if I don't get in? And I applied and I didn't get in. And then, nothing happened. I was in the same place I was before I applied. Like, it's just, you gotta stop creating fear. Like, you're you're imagining the fear. It's never as worse as you dream it to be. Yeah. Oh, that was powerful. Um, and so, I guess I will wrap it up. <laughs> but, um, I received so much advice, whether it's from mentors or just simply from the word, the word of God. And one thing that I honestly, that sticks with me is that use the power of our words and the power of us speaking what we want into existence. You know, that knowing that no matter what we face, that nothing is impossible. That if we believe, then we can receive it. If we believe in that thing, we can reach every goal that we believe that we can. Mm-hmm. And I will never forget one of my early mentors used to say it and have us to say it. And it, and, it's, and I say it all the time because a lot of people live any kind of way or just live not in purpose because they don't realize that they have a purpose. But one thing that they said was you have a purpose and that purpose must be fulfilled Mm. and we are the only one that can fulfill the purpose that is on our life Mm -hmm. we can do it by speaking that thing into existence saying that I can do it I can I can I can finish nursing school I can you know be the best musician like Kiera you know ambitions you know I can be the best mother I can be the best wife and just knowing that there is nothing impossible you can do it speak it and live your life on purpose. Wow. Y'all, y'all yeah. see why I let her go last? She got me uh-huh. teary-eyed. I'm going to have to send you a message after this. Send me email. Text me. But that is it, you guys. That is the end of the first official Ladies' Night on In Between the Pages of Life podcast. So I am so excited and blessed to have you guys here with me like I was telling you earlier when I was first given this opportunity to host this ladies night I was like I know exactly who I wanted to do it with me and you guys did not disappoint so thank you so much Kiara and Waikita for being here with me today I'm hoping that one day in the future we can get together and do a part two to this if your questions were or topics were not read or discussed I apologize hopefully I'm going to save all of them and I will keep them for part two. So that is it, you guys. I hope you enjoyed Ladies Night. 
hope you've enjoyed this episode of In Between the Pages of Life. To learn more about our podcast and view past episodes, visit relentlessmotivationalgroup.com. You can also join us at anchor.fm slash pages of life. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at Relentless Motivational Group LLC. If you like what you've heard and want to help us improve, you can donate via the website or Anchor page. Until next time, you guys. Thank you.